Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up. Challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. And we are glad that you're with us this week. And we are talking about the topic, the word of the year. So, Rodney, you're not actually with us in studio. You're otherwise indisposed, but you are able to be on the the phone with us. And so, can you tell us what we mean when we talk about the word of the year? Sure. Rodney has broken out of the entrenched barricade. <laughs> he is in his undisclosed location. Sounds so, like you're in a small room. Would that be where you would be? Does it? Well, yeah. You know, yeah. as he was saying that, I was thinking, in Rodney's case, he is getting deeper and more transparent. (laughs) That's true. That's true. You're taking it to a new level, Rodney. We try to please the audience, you know. (laughs) So the word of the year, the the simplistic part is that it is what we enter into with God as an adventure for the year to go into a word, to be able to have something that we can commune with him during the year to talk and communicate and pray about and have him lead us. And for all of us, we have a different adventure, which is the beautiful part. And what we get to do as a band of brothers is live out that adventure with other men with their word. And again, like you guys have said, Robbie's the guy who brought it from wild at heart into our masculine journey team. And Everybody has different experiences. Some get really into it, and some don't for certain periods. It, there's some seasons were, you know, very active, and some seasons were not. So, for those in the audience that like to do this, it it's just something to pray about, and something to just let you and God have an adventure together, whether it be a very intimate one or a very casual one, because it can vary for everybody. Thank you, Rodney. That was so much better than Andy's in the first segment. (laughs) I don't know what what you're worried about. You You knocked it out of the park. You both did fabulous, right? (laughs) Or whatever. All right, that's what the uh, river runs through. through, Yeah, 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 you both did a great job. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Andy, you have the first clip uh, for this, this, uh, this segment of the show. Okay. So this is from Bruce Almighty. And my word of the year was... I think I explained it uh, in the beginning of the year. I was driving back from Boone after a radio show that we had done, and I saw in my spirit the word charity with an emphasis on the CH. I'd had clarity before, and I didn't know the significance of it, but we all know charity is love, and the love chapter is 1 Corinthians 13. And I can't say that I've just consumed it, but I've always known what that is. (laughs) I haven't always acted upon it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Um, you know, I didn't always exemplify that love. And, you know, God goes into talking or, or Paul goes into talking about what God put on his heart about love. 
and it's really the godly kind of love. But, you know, the, the thing is, we think of charity a lot of times of what we give to the community or whatever, and that's an important part of it. And if you love people, you're going to do that. But he, he's very clear. Paul says you can give everything you have to the poor, and it doesn't matter if you don't do this. And then he goes and itemizes what love is. So I haven't, you know, been in 1 Corinthians 13, but, you know, I've – I've kind of had that theme just on my heart the whole year. And I think I, I mean, I really, we got to the mid year and I'm like, I've really experienced some love because there are family relationships, other things that I've done that, you know, I'm actually see the fruit of this first Corinthians 13 more than I ever have. And in this clip on on Bruce, uh, Bruce almighty, you know, he's this, He's sitting there talking to God. This is after he gets run over by a truck. <laughs> and so they're having a, a conversation, and he's kind of talking. Bruce is talking about, you know, what he wants to be restored to grace in their relationship, but yet he just really wants to be happy. So his, his, Bruce had been very selfish before, and now he becomes much more giving and understanding and really wants to, somebody else to be happy, not just himself. And very at the very end of the uh, of the the clip after Bruce has kind of explained all that and, and God's seen his humility and how um, how Bruce is really being changed. And he asked for a particular prayer and God says, I'll get right on it. Well, the point is, is that when we finally humble ourselves and say, God, help me with this word or whatever you're doing, he gets right on it. And in this, uh, Grace is his former girlfriend. Yes, yes. They've bro- broken up. They've struggled and... Bruce didn't really care at first, and then he really wants her back, and this is kind of the story. Here we go. Am I? You can't kneel down in the middle of a highway and be able to talk about it, son. (laughs) But why? Why now? Bruce, you have the divine spark. You have the gift for bringing joy and laughter to the world. I know. I created you. Quit bragging. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's the spark. What do you want me to do? I want you to pray, son. Go ahead. Use them. Um. Lord, feed the hungry and bring peace to all of mankind. How's that? If you want to be Miss America. (laughs) Come on. What do you really care about? Grace. Grace. You want her back? No. I want her to be happy. No matter what that means. I want her to find someone. She deserved from me. I want her to meet someone who'll see her always, as I do now, through your eyes. Now that's a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. (laughs) I'm going to get right on it. So, you know, I kind of explained it before, but I just feel like there was a point where I just kind of 
you know, this has been a journey. This year I hit it. I've God's taken me through a lot of things and a lot of different words, but this this word I almost I, I used to hear you guys say that you'd get the word love. I know several of you had it. And I was like, well, I'm not, well, I'm not getting love. I'm just not a somebody who just really focuses on that. And there was a, in the fullness of time, I got the word. And this year, there's just been fruit from it. And I felt like God really did get right on it because there were some things, you know, in life you go through, you think maybe you're trying to serve others and have their needs ahead of yours, but really you're not. And, you know, I think, again, there's a fullness of time. There's a timing. There's things that have to be healed in your heart. But I feel like I'm a much more better of a position to actually to love, to really do it not from – and there is a different kind of love. There's God's love and really reaching out and doing – there's our love, our human love, which really isn't love, probably is very self-serving. And I just feel like that that having that emphasis, having that focus, and then him in the midst of it, that I'm seeing the fruit of it, and it's just exciting. It's it's cool, as you guys know. I just and, and my family situation is different than it, it is than it's ever been, really. So, it's pretty cool. Now we won't be hearing from you for a couple of weeks. No, you're going to be on an adventure. So I'll be on an adventure. Yeah, I'll be in in England for three weeks. Yeah, and, uh, extradited. I think is the word. <laughs> no, I don't is know. That, could be. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a reputation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, kicked out of the country. I don't know. It's one of those ones. Now, that clip, Andy, actually, between the one you you had mm-hmm. and the one that uh, Robbie played in the last show, mm-hmm. those to me are two of the most powerful clips on mm-hmm. loving someone well. Yeah. You know, one, you know, right with the person and one in absence of the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they've really moved me in different ways over mm-hmm. the years. And that yeah. one actually moved me again in different yeah. ways. Right now when you played it, so thank yeah, you for playing thanks. that. Now, moving on, Jim, you are the next one up on The Price is Right, so go ahead. Well, that's sort of a good segue. Uh, I started doing these words. So this is my seventh year of having a word, and uh, I will admit, and shame is pouring on me, but I forgot my word for the year. And Rodney was trying to help me out, and he said, it's love, which rang true at the moment he said it, so I felt like I was supposed to talk on it. But my life word is hesed, which is the Hebrew word for God's love, and just got back from a Michael Card intensive Bible study, and his definition I love. It's when the one who owes you nothing gives you everything, and that's love is sacrifice and it's a decision. It's not a feeling. Well, that's not my word. And I was still stuck on integrity, but that turns out that was my word last year. And the clip that I got actually was both integrity and the word that came rushing back to me, which was also the Hebrew version of peace, shalom. And so as we listen to this clip, just listen for those two concepts, integrity and shalom, because I'm going to speak to that after we're through. Outlaw Josie Wales. I have heard you're the gray rider. You would not make peace with the blue coats. You may go in peace. I reckon not. Got nowhere to go. And you will die. 
came here to die with you, or live with you. Governments don't live together. People live together. Governments, you don't always get a fair word or a fair fight. Well, I've come here to give you either one or get either one from you. I came here like this so you'll know my word of death is true and that my word of life is then true. The bear lives here, the wolf, the antelope, the Comanche, and so will we. I will only hunt what we need to live on, same as the Comanche does. And every spring when the grass turns green, the Comanche moves north, you can rest here in peace, butcher some of our cattle and jerk beef for the journey. The sign of the Comanche, that will be on our lodge. That's my word of life. And your word of death? Here in my pistols, there in your rifles. I'm here for either one. These things you say we will have. We already have. That's true. I ain't promising you nothing extra. I'm just giving you life and you're giving me life. And I'm saying that men can live together without butchering one another. It's said that governments are chafed by the double tongues. And there is iron in your words of death for all Comanche to see. And so there is iron in your words of life. No signed paper can hold the iron. It must come from men. The words of ten bearers carries the same iron of life and death. It is good that warriors such as we meet in the struggle of life or death. It shall be life. These are both men of integrity meeting to either kill each other or try or live together peacefully. And the connection just came rushing home to me today as all of this came together. The last year and a half, my word really has been integrity because that's where I stayed. I had it on my, I had it in my office where I saw it every day when I walked in and sat down. All I'd do was glance to the right and I'd see all of the words I've had over the years. And uh, I don't have that to look any at anymore because uh, I was forcibly retired the Sunday after Easter this year. And that's my excuse for not, I could have found my word if I'd have wanted to, but I just quit doing it. But I was put in a position where integrity had to be shown to do something that I hate doing which was a confrontation. And I did it, and that resulted in my uh, retirement. And that was done as much as possible, and yeah, I'm human, but through the love. But ultimately, it brought me the shalom, the peace. And in school, shalom, uh, peace is just the tip of the iceberg for the meaning of shalom. It's a much deeper word. It's and it includes integrity, it's wholeness, it's a lot of things. But uh, one, of, one of my Hebrew professors uh, loved to tell us that uh, one of the meanings is death to your enemies. So you don't get shalom, and it wasn't you know a curse, but it was uh, this is one of the things that you look at when you're looking at shalom. It's a greeting. I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a rich word, and I've sort of missed it this year, but I'm going to try to do some catch-up on it. But 
I had, after going through that, the deepest sense of peace in my life I've had in some time. But it had to be through the battle. Mm-hmm. And that's why this clip. And this was my clip for both words, is it sort of. I mean, there were minor differences between the two, but it was the same clip for the two years. Yeah, there's a, a quote from uh, First Night, Sean Connery, there, there's a peace that only happens on the other side of war. Mm-hmm. That had been a great one, too. And and we can't, we're not going to have peace if we don't fight the battles God calls us to fight. Right. Exactly. Now, Rodney, I know you have to be chomping at the bit. It's a, it's a Josie Wales clip. <laughs> I mean, that is like your favorite movie ever, is it not? It is. But what I'm chomping at the bit for is the reason that the word peace came rushing back to Jim is because when he asked me what his word was, I told him, peace. I don't know where he got That's weird. I heard you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you also told me, I I know where it came from. You also told me my letter so I could impress uh, Robbie with knowing what my letter was. (laughs) <laughs> which was hate hate the hate the way I say it. He says het, and that's okay. We don't know. Yeah, but that's the opposite of love, sort of. So I said, oh, I can remember both now, and so that's why I remembered love. But that is my yeah. life word. So it all sort of came together. Yeah, rushing back in, like in a, hours in a way that I couldn't <laughs> handle. Yeah. So it's just, it's just we we find ourselves in a situation many times, Jim. You and your memory. <laughs> what memory exactly it's been, it's been fun yeah so Rodney while you're uh, while you're talking will you want to tell us a little bit about your clip and we can go ahead and play it let's go so I was trying to figure out a way to actually be able to succinctly put my word of the year together in a way that would be meaningful and Again, where I'll start is just like what Robbie kind of did a little summary because God's had me on a journey with each word each year. And I started off with son, then went into father because, again, the son was all about, like, let's go back to Andy and the sonship talk. Those talks were happening, and Andy was on the sonship, and I, I, I found so much identity in that sonship and wanting to be the son so bad that, he gave me that word, which then took me into father and then into family, which you can see the progression there. And then this year, it's freedom. And it's been such a wonderful journey every year. I'm kind of the opposite of, hey, I want to stay in the word that I have. I'm so excited about, okay, what do you got next for me, Lord? Where are we going to go next? So I'm trying to figure out a way to express freedom how am I going to really explain to everybody else what freedom is like? And I went through clips, and then I was like, well, songs always a good way to do it. And I started going through songs, and finally I landed on the song that I've never heard before. It's called Jesus, I Come to Thee. And the reason it's going to be long is because you need to see a pattern in it, and so I hope you can hear that. And it was written by a guy with a very masculine journey type name William True Sleeper now how's that for you that's a very masculine journey name so let's go ahead and listen to the song 
Out of my bondage, sorrow and night, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come into thy freedom, gladness and light, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of my sickness, into thy health, out of my wanting and into thy wealth, out of my sin and into thyself, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of my shameful failure and loss, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come. Into the glorious gain of thy cross, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of her sorrows, into thy balm, out of thy storms, and into thy calm, out of distress, into jubilant song, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of unrest and arrogant pride, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come into thy blessed will to abide, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of myself to dwell in thy love, out of despair into raptures above. Wow, that was a great song. I just loved it. Um, it just for me, it was the the freedom of repentance in this song, because this is a beautiful picture of repentance. You're coming out of one thing and into another, and that's what repentance is. And it's like, how much of that have I had to live with and grow over the years? In this past year, there has been just a marvelous reflection that I've had to do on myself with my marital issues and things of that nature where I'm, I'm really having to reflect on who I am and who I am in Christ. And the one, the best one for me was just out of myself to dwell in thy love because I, I just have to, I have to continually remind myself I have to die to self in order to have life. And that's just been a recurring theme for me. And I just love the whole repetitiveness. That's why I wanted to play it for a while, because there's so many things that you come out of in your past, your wounds, what you're posing as, what your what the larger story then is in Jesus, and what you gain and what you get to go into when you go into Christ. And there's just, it, it can be endless. It could go on and on and on. And just to think back into your own life and to understand, wow, this is what Jesus has done for me. I start thinking about, you know, just things such as the sexual lust and addictions and porn and other things that once gripped my life that don't do that anymore. My, my mouth has cleaned up immensely. And I think back to the, 
I can't tell you the day that I was saved, but I know very close in the time period, and it's like that old man to new man was pretty drastic. And then it's just been this continual understanding of things in this song where I'm coming out of one thing, out of my sin, and into his love and things of that nature. And it just, I thought it just was really beautiful. And then the, as I was thinking of scripture that popped into my head was Romans in 6 and then 17 and 18. But thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were commanded. And having been freed from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. It's just, it just, I love the way God works and he continues to build and build and build upon the rock. And just to be a part of that and being called to him is, it's, it's, it's just a blessing that I try not to take for granted, which often I do, but just trying to always reach out and be there and be present with God is something that is always something that I'm striving for. Well, thank you, Rodney. That was really good, and I uh, really liked that song. Uh, I had not listened to it before the show. Um, I actually chose not to listen to any of the clips for the show because I wanted to hear them if I had, didn't already know them. And uh, that was really good. I'm, um, it's going to be one of my uh, favorite songs, I think, moving forward to listen to for a while. So we're wrapping up uh, this show here in the next minute or so. And before we do that, is there anything else anyone would like to throw out there? If not, I have a question for you. So you guys know how you love my questions. So what next? Quick, start something else. Yeah, no, here, here's a question. <laughs> half a year, a little over half a year is gone. What's, what's your plan for the rest of the year? As you walk with God, you know, I'll, I'll throw one out there. I'm, I'm hoping to get my friend Robbie to help me with defining the word in Hebrew so I can learn from it from a different angle. You know, as much as grief as I give you, Robbie, I continually come to you and ask for you for things in Hebrew, like my son's names and things like that. And so I do appreciate it. And so that will be one of my next steps. Oh, it'd be <clears throat> absolutely fun. Absolutely fun. And I love, it almost seems like every time in the second half of the year he turns it inside out on you somehow what you thought you were pushing into for six months all the all of a sudden he'll flip it inside out on you and so i know i'm excited to see you know how i can begin to see him delighting as i've been delighting in him right that's awesome yeah so it'll be an interesting next uh, few months to see how he turns and switches that on us and takes us into it deeper in the meantime, please consider going to the boot camp, going to the entrenchment. Uh, both of those are at our website, masculinejourney.org. You would click on the banner at the top for the entrenchment. You click on it, you'll send an email to the pastor, just let him know you're coming. That registers you. Uh, the only cost would be a donation for just for food, but other than that, it's completely free. And then go to the link right below that and click for the boot camp November 17th through 20th. Talk to you next week. This is the Truth Network.